from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We are not in the studio. We are not. We are out and about at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina's Fall Open House out here on, uh, on Hamlin Road, 1335 Hamlin Road in Durham. I encourage you all to stop out. Not just for all of the, the, the cool products, the siding, the doors, the windows that the Aluminum Company of, of North Carolina uh, can show you, can talk to you about, can explain to you how it could uh, upgrade the quality of your home, but also because there's a whole bunch of uh, giveaways. There's there's uh, tickets to the Duke game that you can win. There's thousands ah. of dollars in home improvement certificates you can win, and it's all here at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. And then on top of that, we're here. Yes. Stop out, say hi. Let us know your picks for the weekend, your predictions. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, and Panthers fans, you have a weekend off. Yeah, you do. It's a beautiful weekend, too. You have a weekend off. Uh, college football fans, not a weekend off. No. Your weekend's just getting started, unless you're a Miami fan. Then it's, then it's over. But if you're a Miami fan, never mind. It was an off week. Uh, <laughs> Carolina, looking at North Carolina, UNC. Mm-hmm. To me, th- this weekend is a big weekend for them because it, it begins – uh, but like uh, like uh, A.T. after Tez. Okay. Right? It's the A.T. era of the 2023 Carolina Tar Heels. Okay. Um, and it needs to be, right? It's it's the waiver denial, that part of everything. You need to move on from it. If you're if you're the football team at, at North Carolina, it's time. It's, and I emphasize football team, okay? If you're the football team, it's time to move on from the Tez Walker drama. The school's lawyers got together this week with external lawyers. Mac Brown was in on the meeting. The board of trustees was in on the meeting. They all got together, and guess what came out of it? Nothing. Not really. The, the reports were that they're going to continue to examine all of their options, which is we had a meeting, and we're going to meet about the meeting. It probably could have been an email, uh, but it's a meeting. Uh, right yeah. it's, it's one of those meetings where you walk out going we're in the same place we were when we got there huh we this probably could have been an email uh so so with that being the case nothing came out of it because i don't think they have anything they can do you might be right on that they got all of their internal lawyers with all of their external lawyers and they hired outside counsel and they got together and they talked about all the options and all they came away with was we're going to continue talking about options and i think that means there's nothing they can do which means the football team has to move on Mm -hmm. if you don't want to waste the 2023 season which oh by the way is likely the last season you'll have drake may on campus so if you don't want to waste the last season you have drake may on campus now's the time to turn the page which it, I, I'm getting the, the sniff test that they might not be doing it. Here's Mac Brown on the Ryan Rosillo podcast talking about the Tez Walker situation and more importantly, Mac Brown's statement about the NCAA. Ryan, I felt like I had to defend the young man because I thought he was wrong. And, and uh, our university looked at it hard. We're, we're not against what's happening with the transfer portal. We don't think people should be able to transfer twice. His situation was different and we wanted common sense. Uh, in in the waiver, and and we didn't get that, and and that was the disappointing thing. And I felt like for him, everybody's talking about me calling out the NCAA. I really felt like I was taking up for him because he's a, a young man that was a top fifty pro prospect. Now he doesn't get to go to the NFL. He's a guy who would have been able to um, really help himself in the NIL market. Now he really doesn't have a chance to do that. So uh, talking about damages. 
his life has completely changed. Few things on that. Mm-hmm. One, it's very obvious Mac Brown's still hung up on it. Oh, he, yeah. He, he is not a coach that is doing the we're going to control what we're going to control and we're going to move on to the next week thing. Uh, also, I would argue Tez Walker has a massive name, image, and likeness possibility. If he just put out shirts with his face on it that said free Tez and charged nineteen ninety nine a t-shirt, oh gosh, I think he might do okay. Yeah. So let, let's not pretend like all of his name, image, and likeness possibilities are gone. The NFL may have to wait. That's a bummer. But mm-hmm. again, because it's a bummer doesn't mean you have to harp on it. Yeah. Because he doesn't the, lose a year of eligibility either. It, no, it's just it gets pushed back. Yeah. And should it be pushed back? No. Should he be allowed to play? Yes. But at this point, if 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 you're whining and you're complaining and you're talking about it and you're refusing to let the conversation move on isn't going to bring Tez back into eligibility this mm-hmm. year, then what's the point? So the football team needs to move on. Lawyers, stay on it. Board of trustees, spend all the time you want on it. Uh, uh, athletic director, athletic administration, spend all the time you want on it. The people in the locker room on game day have to move on because what they're doing isn't helping anything. And matter of fact, you might argue it's not helping things. It's doing the opposite. It's hurting. Mac Brown on how Tez Walker's absence has affected the rest of the wide receivers. I don't know. You'd have to sit down with all of them. You know, when we ask, I got 120. So, and I, I did tell the coaches, if a guy's not playing as much and he, he's young um, and we've had two uh, games that were hard to get a lot of guys in, have individual meetings with them. Uh, team meetings don't matter. A lot of times the guys don't listen. The ones that need to listen don't listen. So uh, bring the ones in that aren't playing good and find out why and fix it. Uh, bring the ones in that, that are young and are talented but aren't getting to play that are pouting and sit down with them and talk to them about what you need to do to play more. So th- this, is, uh, this is the week you start talking about getting one-on-ones and, and, and trying to let everybody understand exactly what's going on. And that's another way to say this. We need to focus on the guys that are in pads on game day. Yeah. Right? We need to have individual meetings. We need to talk to the young guys. We need to talk to the guys that are playing and not playing well. You need to talk to the guys that are playing and playing well. You need to talk to Drake. You need to have Drake talk to the receivers. You need to focus on the people wearing pads on game day. Tez is not. Right. And, and I would argue, don't put a sticker on your helmets in memorial of yeah. his, his 2023 season. Don't make him an honorary captain like he did last game. Don't do those sort of things because your season now is about the ones that are eligible. And you're playing Minnesota. Minnesota is a Big Ten team. Are they a big, scary Big Ten team? No. no. Right. Uh, they beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers yes. by three in week Ooh. one. When, and when you're that close to where the Nebraska Cornhuskers are right now, it's, it's you know, uh, you don't want them to be a peer this year. Uh, 25 to 6 last week against, what was it, Eastern Michigan? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think either of those results are scary by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. So, so Minnesota is a team that, that you shouldn't be terrified of. You, you know, P.J. Flex is going to have people rowing boats. He's going to be doing things. Uh, merry, merry, merrily they go. But they need your attention, right? Every team needs your attention, but especially a a non-conference, power five conference coming into your house. They're looking to to change the vibe of their season. They have a top 20 opponent on the road. They're going to come in fired up. If you have one eye on the game and one eye on the Tez Walker situation, that's a disservice to everybody playing in the game. 
So Mac Brown saying we need to get our assistant coaches one-on-ones with the players. I'm going, well, we need the coaches focused one-on-one on the players. You need to, you, excuse me. You need to really turn the page and miss Minnesota is a great opportunity to turn the page and start the rest of your season, which you could argue start the season because up till now it's been off season stuff bleeding into the, the, the actual game action. So the off season's done. You're through two games. Drake may has two touchdown passes. Yeah. That needs to change, right? He needs to average three a game. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it, it's at it's, least two. Yeah. For, for, I mean, at the very least, yeah. two and a half will settle on we'll uh, more and more, but it, it needs to be that. And, and guess what? I, I'm none of them are going to be thrown to Tez Walker. No. They're going to be thrown to Paysor. They're going to be thrown to McCollum. They could be thrown to Hampton or, or Brooks out of the backfield. They like you. You have a stable of position players, a stable of skill position players that they need to be the focus of your offense. So, so unfortunately, and and again, I don't want to downplay the Tez Walker situation. I think it's been appropriately built up over the past month, but a, a month is enough. Yeah, plenty of time. A month is enough. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Happening tomorrow afternoon, NC State versus VMI Carter-Finley Stadium. This is the definition of, a perfect example of, a get-right game. Yep. You need to get right, mm-hmm. right? And, and after this, we'll know if the team can't get right, which would be a big problem, which would be, that's the issue here. Uh, if you can't get right, you're going to have a, 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 a lot more to worry about on Monday. Well, not just get right, but still try to, at least offensively, figure out who you are. Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's part of it. Because right, right now, we don't know what they are offensively. Because yeah. well, on Wednesday, when you and I did uh, confidence and concerns mm-hmm. for the ACC schools here in the state of North Carolina, my concern with NC State was that they don't have an offensive identity. It's not like, all right, we're going to be a big play, you know, stretch the field offense, or we're going to be run first play action, whatever it is, like whatever your identity is, like a ground and pound, figure it out. Because right now through two games, no one knows. And I don't think they do either. Do you know what's the funniest part about this is how winning and losing or how production and lack of production Mm -hmm. changes how we see maybe even the same thing. Yeah. Because, uh, like, what I mean by seeing the same thing is coming into the year, right, we're at ACC kickoff, we're talking to uh, Coach Doran, we're talking to to people that have been involved with Robert and I and Brennan Armstrong in the past, 
talking with Garrett Schrader, Syracuse quarterback who played for Robert and I last year. And I'm, I'm, and I was asking everybody, what is this an eye offense? What is this an eye offense? And what everybody said as a positive, including coach Doran is, well, it's versatile. It's yeah. multiple. Yeah, right. It was, he's the offensive coordinator for Brennan Armstrong at UVA when he threw for 4,500 yards. He's also the offensive coordinator for Bryce Perkins at UVA when he ran for a thousand yards. A lot. Yeah. So, so it was all of these and Bryce Perkins was the quarterback prior to Brennan Armstrong at UVA. So it, it, it was all about how it can be anything. It can be uh, whatever the roster uh, is built for Robert and I finds what they do best and does it. And now two games in, we're like, wait a second. What is the thing that you do? Exactly. Right. We're, we're now going, can you do everything? Or like, I need the one thing that you, you do, right. It's, it's not versatile. It's not multiple. It's almost like lack of structure or, mm -hmm. or it's, it's missing your cornerstone. Um, and, and it's, you know, yeah, what's your foundation? Are, do you, are, are you a throw first team? You have yeah. Brendan Armstrong, who's a guy who's thrown for 4,500 yards uh, roughly in 2021 in the ACC. Um, but you haven't been able to complete a ton of passes, right? And uh, are you a quarterback run team? That's what you look like against UConn. But then Brendan Armstrong was getting beat up against Notre Dame. And, and it's, it's like it goes from versatile to lack of identity just by way of what the scoreboard says. Yeah. Right. Cause it, cause if you're like throwing a little running a little, uh, you know, a little bit of quarterback run, a little bit of screen game, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you're winning by 30, we're going, look how versatile the offense is. They can do it all. And then if you're a little bit of run, a little bit of pass, a little bit of play action, a little bit of this, and you just got beat by 20 by Notre Dame at home, we're going, what's your identity? Yeah. What do you do? So it's almost like Robert and I, and the offense and Brennan Armstrong and everybody involved needs to, to buckle down and decide like, you know, yeah, we're going to take all of our general breath classes. We're going to take, uh, you know, geology and we're going to take English 101, but we need to decide what we major in, mm -hmm. right? We need to decide what's our core study and, and dive in there and spend extra time with our tutor there, right? We need to know what we're going to do because at this moment right now, we're, we're not sure what that is. And, and I guess, you know, VMI, I'm not breaking news. They're not Alabama. They're not Georgia. No. They're, they're not Ohio state. They're not Michigan. They're an opportunity for you to like, to, to choose what you do, right? Are we going to, what, what they come out, if they run for 250 yards, which I'm sure they could against VMI, I'm going to go, all right, they chose to major in, in running the football. If Brennan Armstrong comes out and throws for four touchdowns, which I'm sure they could, you know, force their way with play calling. I would go, all right, they've chosen to major in being a passing team. We need to know what they major in. That's what we need to know. Dave yeah, Dorn, oh, go ahead. I say VMI, not the toughest test in the world. <laughs> they, beat, they lost to the Citadel, and they beat Davidson. Shout out to the Wildcats, 12-7. They beat Davidson, lost to the Citadel. Now yes. they go to Carter-Finley Stadium. You should be able to choose what you do well, hopefully, you know, with a team that recruits at the level NC State does, plays at the level NC State does, hopefully you, you have more – of your own kind of fingerprint on this game, how you want to play. I misspoke. They lost to Bucknell, not Citadel. My apologies. Bucknell, not apologies to the Citadel. Yes. For, for giving you a loss that didn't happen. Yep. Uh, Dave Doran, the head coach of NC State, spoke to the media about how practice has been this week following that Notre Dame loss. Really focused. I think the guys, uh, as I've said many times this week, we're excited to get back out there and lock in on some of the things that you know we all felt like we could have done better that uh, were costly things during the last game and anytime you lose a game it's an opportunity for growth you know and so we definitely took advantage of that opportunity in practice this week 
I love a team that locks in after a loss. I love a team that's more intense, less jokey after a loss. So hopefully that's how they took it. How they took it. Uh, I do want to add this, though. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for the narratives. I'm always looking for the mental, right? In, in the I don't know, modern sports world, so much is analytics. So mm-hmm. much is numbers on a calculator rather than people. Yeah. Uh, I do think there was a bit of, starting with that UConn game, a bit in no one would say it out loud but but like anai and armstrong are back together this is going to be awesome anai and armstrong are back together this is going to be awesome and then there was a little struggle and everyone went like whoa whoa i thought y'all two were dominant together yeah where's that awesome yeah and then against notre dame it was kind of the same thing it was like wait wait i was i was sold the pairing of armstrong and anai and you get together and it's awesome what the heck's going on here so maybe against VMI, it's an opportunity for everybody to go, oh, that's what you guys do. All right, we had to wait a little bit, but I see it now. I didn't see it the first two weeks. I see it now. And, and that can just kind of relax everybody. And also, you know, think about it from, from Brennan Armstrong's perspective. And, and Mike Glennon and I, former NC State quarterback, went into this on the PAC Therapy podcast this week, which was out this morning, and you, you can find it everywhere podcasts can be found. But maybe Brennan's pressing a bit. Right? Maybe. He was, he was brought in as a sixth-year senior to be the guy, right? And he comes in with all of this hype. When things go a little little haywire, maybe it is like, I have to make this play, right? Maybe that last interception, which was one that was completely on him against Notre Dame, was him forcing it because he felt like he had to. Uh, so there's, there's highs to come down from in a lot of different ways, right? There's high stress that a, a big game against VMI might lower. There's high expectations that a big game against VMI might, might uh, uh, kind of quell a little bit. Right. And, and, and that's important when you're talking of people rather than numbers, right? Brennan Armstrong is a guy who struggled last year at UVA and left UVA to come to NC state. He's not just the numbers you find next to his, his name on his ESPN player page. Uh, there's they're, they're not just stats. So think about it like that, and maybe you'll come to a, a different little opportunity here. Uh, again, we are live at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina's Fall Open House, looking at some of their great products. Uh, as a, a recent home buyer, I can tell you there's a lot of temptation in here. Oh, you want to add that sunroom that's over here? <laughs> there's the sunroom. That sunroom was amazing. I, I mean, just the little things around your house that you're like, we're going to fix that one day. You walk in here, you're like, you know what? Let's fix it today. Why, why not? Yeah. Let, me, let me talk to somebody. Where's Ryan, the sales guy? Uh, you should stop out as well. There's there's giveaways. There's there's uh, contests you can win. Uh, it's all happening out at 1335 Hamlin Road in Durham. That's where we are, the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at the designery.com. 